We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When it's time for a new credit card, the best ones do way more than just buy stuff. And that's why U.S. Bank offers credit cards that make every day more rewarding. Earn cash back. Score points when you shop, dine out, travel, or binge watch. Or get a low intro APR. U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Welcome to Rotowire's NBA DFS podcast for Friday, March 24, 2017. Hoops fans, I'm Paul Bruno, and you know me for my work on hockey, baseball, and football pods at Rotowire over the last two years. Well, spring has sprung around here, which means the serious shooting for the NBA playoffs is just around the corner as it is for hockey uh, and not keeping me really busy these days, but I really love doing these podcasts. And we're going to ta- be talking hoops today, as usual, with uh, my partner. Dan Bruno, who you can follow at DBrunoOfficial. I'm Paul Bruno. You can follow me at Statsman22. Dan, let's take a look uh, at, well, at your work. What do you do for Rotowire, and where can they, people find it? Well, on Rotowire.com, you can follow my uh, work covering games daily um, in the NBA preview and recap section there. And there we're just, you know, previewing the game, recapping the game, uh, who's hot, who's not, injuries and stuff like that. And then if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's at DBrunoOfficial. That's D-B-R-U-N-O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L, where you can catch some interesting uh, NBA news and different kinds of fun stuff that you can only see in the Twitter world. Very good, Dan. Let's get into the schedule. we got 10 games on the docket tonight. I'll take us to the first five. We've got Denver at Indiana, where the home standing paces are a two-point favorite. The over-under is a high 218.5 for that 7 o'clock tip. Detroit is a visitor in Orlando, but they're a favorite by four points with an over-under at 205.5 points, also a 7 o'clock start. Brooklyn visits Washington for one of the bigger lines on the night where the homestanding Wizards are an 11.5-point pick. The over-under is 226 points, another 7 o'clock start. 
And the Cleveland Cavaliers are a three-point favorite despite being visitors to Charlotte with the over-under in that game set at 212.5 points, another 7 o'clock start. We move to 7.30 for the lone 7.30 tip there. Phoenix is in Boston, and that's another long odds in favor of Boston with minus 15 on their docket. Over-under is 220.5 points. Dan, take us through the remaining schedule, please. Then at 8 o'clock, you've got the 76ers visiting Chicago, where the Bulls are a 7.5-point favorite with an over-under of 210. And also at 8 o'clock, you've got the Pelicans visiting uh, Houston, where the Rockets are an 8-point favorite with a a high over-under there of 230.5. Again, at 8 o'clock, the last 8 o'clock tip of the night, you've got uh, the Hawks visiting Milwaukee, where the Bucks are a 6-point favorite with an over-under of 202. Then on to 10.30, you have the Sacramento Kings visiting Golden State, where the Warriors are 17.5-point favorite with an over-under of 214. And finally, you have the Timberwolves visiting Los Angeles to take on the Lakers, where the Timberwolves are 6.5-point favorite with an over-under of 219. Geez, Dan, there's a lot of games tonight where there's long odds in favor of one team. We could see a lot of garbage time on Friday night, so uh, that yeah. could affect our, our FanDuel setups for sure. But before we get into that, I want to remind our listeners about uh, at FanDuel, we're fortunate to have two sponsors, one of which is pristineauction.com. I'll spell that out. It's P-R-I-S-T-I-N-E auction.com, where they have daily auctions ending nightly with hundreds of lots available. There's tons of stuff for the man cave, always something perfect for a fan of any team. If you're concerned about authenticity, so am I, and that's very important, obviously. They guarantee authenticity, and all items come with an authentication from only the most trusted of sources. And I'm also concerned about affordability, and believe me, folks, most people don't think they can afford this stuff, but it is much more affordable than than you think when you finally dive in and check this site out. Uh, I'm also going to point out there's a couple of things that I saw today. For instance, the Cubs have a 2016 signed jersey by 24 members of that world championship team that broke that awful long slump, and uh, it's listing for $315 right now. In addition, if you're interested in basketball, uh, a signed LeBron photo from the 2013 playoffs is going for $419 right now. So those are pretty fair values and uh, really good keepsakes given the quality of the people involved and the quality of the story involved in each case. It's quick and free and easy to register and bid. You only have to pay when you win. And uh, lastly, I'll encourage our listeners, please mention in the How Did You Hear About section of the website when you register, uh, there's an option to go to Rotowire in the drop-down. Please show us some love there, and uh, we will continue to run these ads in the hope that you do check out this site. It's really a lot of good values. All right, Dan, let's get into our position-by-position breakdown and see if we can help our listeners win big in playing FanDuel today. We'll start, as usual, with a look at the point guard position, the top point guard on the board tonight is John Wally. He's had a fabulous season, averaging 45.2 fan duel points per game. He gets the visitors from Brooklyn in one of those games with the long odds that I mentioned. And as a result, do you play or fade him at that 10000 price tag? Well, it's tough to say fade John Wall because, I mean, he's been one of the most consistent um, players in terms of fan duel produ- uh, fantasy point production over about the last 20 games. He's really keeping around his average of 45.2 points a game sometimes in the high 30s but then sometimes he tops it up to the 50s high 50s and might touch 60 here and there so I mean John Wall is is a heck of a consistent player in terms of fantasy but um, tonight going up against Brooklyn I mean 
the thing is, if the Wizards are going to blow this one open, it's going to be at the hands of John Wall. So he's likely going to put up um, those kind of numbers. But the thing is, um, I feel like he's been carrying a heck of a lot of the load lately. And if there is a game to kind of give him a little bit of a rest down the stretch, this might be it. Not necessarily saying that the coach is going to sit him on the sidelines like some other players elect or some other coaches elect to do. But uh, I could see him maybe keeping below 30 minutes in this one if possible. And uh, I, I don't see um, the greatest... Um, plan to pick John Wall at $10,000 tonight. In in my mind, uh, he, he's a fade for some of the other point guards that you can take for quite a bit cheaper. Yeah, and let's take a look at that range, beginning with Steph Curry at $9,600. All you said uh, about Wall could apply to Curry. He's really picked it up of late, and he has a good matchup at home against Sacramento. Again, a, a game that could be a blowout. So what you said uh, for Wall could really apply to him too. But yeah, maybe, de- definitely. Maybe, I think Maybe, yeah. But yeah, maybe below that, though, let's take a look at, at uh, Kyrie Irving all the way down to Dennis Schroeder at $7,000. There's probably a few guys in there that are worth the play and should be popular picks tonight, Dan. Well, Kyrie Irving has been maintaining quite a high level of play in terms of his fantasy point production. Um, his average here is 38 FanDuel points a game, and he's right around there topping that most nights coming close to 40 quite a few or coming over 40 a few times he even hit 60 not too long ago so I, I like Kyrie Irving um quite a bit better than John Wall tonight um just because it should be I think a, a more competitive matchup and uh you save the money that you can spend elsewhere and, and on such a big slate like tonight with so many teams playing there there's a lot of good players out there and if you spend well, in some ways, it gives you the ability to spend more on some guys because then you can fill it in with more role players. But at the same time, if you spend too big on the wrong guy, then you're really out of luck. So I like to save a little bit of money here if I can. Well, and then uh, I'm also looking at a guy like a Kemba Walker. He goes up against Cleveland tonight, and I, I don't know if that impacts his value or not. For me, he's the big shooter on Charlotte, and uh, we'll be going head-to-head against Kyrie Irving. That's going to be a pretty marquee mat-type matchup. And then you got Ricky Rubio, who has another one of those soft-looking matchups against the Lakers. So I think in this group, for me, it's got to be Ricky Rubio and Kyrie Irving that, that stand out because uh, I think Irving and the, and the Cavs really have to make a statement uh, uh, they've been slumping a little bit of late, and we'll talk about a little bit about the impact of that later, later on in the show. Yeah, I, I agree. It's pretty much a must-win for Cleveland, and, and Rubio was the other guy that I was going to mention there, too, out of that group of four. Um, I think he's been playing great lately, and, and he's got a pretty favorable matchup against the Lakers. They're not going to roll over. Uh, we know that, but at the same time, it should be a game where Minnesota Minnesota's battling, too. They're still not giving up on that playoff spot. Um, they're they're a little bit out right now, a few games out. They're about five or six games out of the, that spot right now, actually closer to seven. Uh, actually, no, sorry about that. They're, they're about five and a half, four and a half games out. So they're still within range, but it's not too likely, but they're still battling. So I like Ricky Rubio a lot here. Um, yeah. And any others strike you in the 71, 7,000 range, Dan? I, I'm, um, looking, I'm looking at Jeru Holiday thinking that might be a good matchup for him. Well, you know what I started interesting about that? I started was watching James Harden the other day, and I started to realize how little defense he does play. Um, <laughs> he, he really doesn't play defense. And, and the thing is, he, he the reason being is because he doesn't want to rack up the fouls. I saw um, 
maybe the last Houston game I watched, he got he got a foul early in the first quarter, and that pretty much threw all bets off of him even putting a finger out in, on to, on defense. So, and even one of his teammates started grilling him for that, and he's you could read his lips. He's saying, "I got one foul, man. I got a foul. I'm not gonna." I'm, he literally handed the other team layups and stuff like that. So, his plan is to score back on the on the offensive side of the ball. So it is an interesting pick to look at who is matched up against James Harden for the fact that they might be facing a pretty much of a turnstile on defense. <laughs> so one one of those guys would be Drew Holiday, and the other guy is Tim Frazier, right. who's coming up on the shooting guard section. So I have a feeling Drew Holiday might draw the Patrick Beverly matchup, which might be a bit tough for him. But certainly when we get to shooting guards and Tim Frazier, I think he's a, fa- a fantastic pick in the value section tonight. All right, well, let's carry on in this range then, Dan, in the point guard position. We've got Jeff Teague at $6,800 on down to Jeremy Lin at $6,000 against Washington. Uh, are you on any of these guys at a bit of, as a bit of a sleeper pick in this range, given the quality we just talked about above them? Well, yeah, I think Jeff Teague is a, a real good pick in this range. Um, he he kind of sneaks in under the big value guys and just above a big money guys and just above the value guys so but he's been playing great right around his his fan duel point per game average of 32.7 and for 6800 dollars, it should be a high scoring game tonight against denver um also a team that you know if they're coming in with jameer nelson at point guard that should be a pretty favorable matchup for jeff teague and indiana is definitely still looking out to hunting down wins as much as they can they're only seventh in the in the east and they really need to keep it up so i I really like jeff teague tonight he was one of my guys that i'm looking at for sure yeah um and and another guy who's been pretty hot lately is tyler ulis Uh, but this is a second night of a back-to-back for him going up against uh, rajan rondo who's similar stat uh, i'm sorry going up against uh, isaiah thomas who's similar stature what i was thinking of rondo is i do like rondo's matchup tonight against philly i think rondo is going to have a good game tonight against Philly there playing at home and uh, Chicago coming off uh, coming off a, lo- a loss or no did they beat their win their last game regardless Rondo's been playing very well in his last bunch of games and I think he's gonna he's gonna have a good one tonight too well I'm gonna go against you in, in the Rondo situation I think he he's been playing a lot to the level of his opponent and against the Raptors he was of course outstanding but he's throwing a couple of 20s and 25s in the last little while too and if he he plays down to the level of the the Sixers, who are not one of the better teams in the league, uh, owners might be disappointed. That might be one where we put a little bit side bet on Dan after the mm-hmm. show. So we'll see how that goes. Um, what about in the five thousand range? We got Jordan Clarkson fifty six hundred bucks down to uh, Patrick Beverly. You mentioned at five thousand. Uh, how about any of these guys before we get into the real tournament type plays here? Well, uh, it's a tough zone here. Um, Jordan Clarkson's pretty hard to bet on because. Uh, he'll have a good game and then he'll just co- totally defer in the next game. Uh, the last game I was watching, he pretty much, I don't even think he scored a bucket till late in the fourth quarter. Um, and he, it was pretty much, you know, D'Angelo Russell taking all the shots right. and, and, or if it wasn't him, it, it was, uh, them passing it into some of their younger guys, Zubak and, and getting Randall some touches down low. So I, I mean, I think the thing about Jordan Clarkson is believe it or not i think he might be one of the more mature players on that team and uh i don't think he's totally looking for his own shot as much as he was earlier in the season when he you know was thinking he could with his talent help his team win some games now it's 
clearly about the future in in Los Angeles, and he's definitely deferring to a lot of those young guys there. So I'm not big on Jordan Clarkson tonight, that's for sure. Um, and also, I'm I'm not really too big on any any of these guys: Darren Collison, T.J. McConnell, Ty Lawson, or Jimmy Nelson, or Patrick Beverly. I don't think any of them are are super great picks tonight, um, in my opinion. I, I'm looking at guys like Jeff Teague. Um, like we mentioned, Kyrie Irving, Ricky Rubio, and then a couple guys below maybe. Yeah, and uh, let's go into that section below, and I'm kind of curious to know which way you might go on the Detroit point guard situation because they've got two guys that they use a lot of the, uh, in terms of fan duel play at the point, and that's Ish Smith and Reggie Jackson, both pretty much splitting time and, and splitting, splitting productivity. If you had to lean in one direction or the other, there's $4,700 for Smith, 46 for Jackson. Which way might you kind of uh, flip the coin, let's say? And then well, what think, about anybody else in this in this range, too? I think at this point you've got to start leaning towards Ish Smith just because um, Reggie Jackson has had his fair shake, and uh, it obviously hasn't worked out so well for Detroit. And uh, Stan Van Gundy is definitely all about trying different things, and I think Ish Smith has been um, the one to prove himself as as pretty much the better fit there overall they started the season with him for most of for a good chunk of games while Reggie Jackson was injured and they were doing all right and then he came in had a great fan duel production night the other night uh, with 38 and then right. came back in the, his previous game with 24 fan duel points and that the last game he only played 25 minutes came up with 24 fan duel points so the thing about Ish Smith is he really fills up the assists column more than Reggie Jackson, I would say. Reggie Jackson relies a lot more on points, um, whereas Ish Smith seems to be uh, a better a better uh, passing point guard, and, and I think uh, I would lean towards him tonight if you're looking at either of the Detroit guys. All right, and let's move to the shooting guard position. We talked a little bit about James Harden's defense, but it's all about the offense on FanDuel pretty much except for the turnovers this guy causes at the top of the list. That's Harden, of course, rating uh, coming in at $12,500. That's, that's one of the biggest price points on the season. And then behind him, Giannis Antetokounmpo with Milwaukee, who handles the ball a lot for, for the Bucks at 10300 I know, I think, I, I, I would like to save some money here, and probably of these two, I'd go with Antetokounmpo. Yeah, me too. Um, even though Harden's coming, his last performance against New Orleans, yeah, that was in New Orleans, he came up with 73 FanDuel points. Um, and looking at that, it's tough to say that you're willing to pass up on that. But, I mean, and if we just look at Harden's production overall in the last maybe 10 games, he's averaging pretty much high 50s in FanDuel points, which is his season average, 54. So, I mean, $12,500 is really not... Um, out of the question in terms of a price tag but uh, I, I also I'm, would personally be leaning towards Antetokounmpo in this area just because I think he can hit those same similar numbers um, he, he's a little bit more volatile where he could fall off down to like the 20s or the 30s uh, he has shown a tendency to do that now and then uh, a lot more than Harden Harden's quite a bit more consistent but I mean uh, given the matchups um I think Antetokounmpo is a pretty favorable one with Atlanta coming to town, especially they're missing Paul Millsap. Um, and uh, so they're, they're not as strong a team as they had been. And, and Milwaukee's in, in a tougher spot in terms of the standings. They, they need another couple wins to really solidify their place. Whereas Houston maybe can start thinking about cutting back some minutes for Harden and, 
I mean, we'll have to see what happens here. But yeah. I, I'm leaning towards Antetokounmpo. Yeah, he probably fits into the the mix for me because he's got a more competitive game too. I could see the Houston game being a bit one-sided at one point, and uh, maybe that cuts down Harden's involvement as well. Uh, we drop down into the next range. Let's split it up a little bit, Dan. We got Bradley Beal at 8,000, and we'll go all the way down to Devin Booker, uh, Avery Bradley, and Will Barton at 6,500. So from 6,500 up to the second in the second tier to Bradley Beal who faces Brooklyn I might be fading Beal I, I think he'll score early and often enough that they might wind up sitting him and Wall in what looks like one of the blowouts of the night yeah well the thing about Bradley Beal he's you he can really put up some great numbers but to me this is a bit of a high price tag for this matchup I mean if you look at his production chart his last game 48 FanDuel points but then three straight games before that he was in the 20s um and and before that only 31 and then finally before those those games he came up with 37 37 and 56 so he's been he's definitely trying to add a little bit of a, a valley in in his production he, he bounced back in the last game but i mean uh the price tag's a bit high for a guy who could really only come up with you know mid-20s in terms of his production especially on a night like this i mean like you said i think he will score early and he will score a decent amount. He'll probably get to the mid-20s, high-20s, maybe 30. But for $8,000, I, I don't like the value there. Um, so I'm looking at a couple guys below him for sure. And so those those guys that I might like, actually, would be, uh, I mean, Devin Booker, I know he's on the second night of a back-to-back, but uh, he's definitely got the green light in Phoenix, and, and they're running with their young guns there for sure. So... That's a much more interesting pick for a much more reasonable price, sixty five hundred bucks, and and I think he could get you similar production. Yeah, and I'm looking in this range at a guy like a Clay Thompson. You know, I'm a big fan of his, and he's getting more uh, more touches uh, with with Durant being out of the lineup a little bit, and and become more confident in his game as a result. In the last twenty games, I'll say overall, he was slumping a little bit early in the season, but has really come alive, and is his old self in the last month and a half. And now, as I said, he's getting more touches. So I like that matchup, even though he's another candidate that could be pulled early, but he'll score a ton uh, while he's on the floor there. So some 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 good options and some fadeable options in that range, I find, given, given the circumstances. Let's go below the 6,500 mark, Dan, all the way down to 5,000. We got Gary Harris at $6,300 on down to Jeremy Lamb at five grand. He faces Cleveland, of course, tonight. That's a tough matchup potentially for him. Well, I think you've got a few interesting selections here. Um, one, one I would say is Marcus Smart coming up against Phoenix. Um, I mean, if Boston's on their game, they should be able to take hold of this one. And maybe it's a game where Marcus Smart gets a little bit extra run um, in favor of maybe uh, giving Isaiah Thomas a few extra minutes of rest. Whereas also another couple guys I like here are Evan Fournier against Detroit. Detroit's shown not the strongest defense lately, and Fournier is definitely one of the go-to guys for Orlando. He takes a lot of shots early. Um, Fournier and Vucevic definitely take the majority of the shots there. So um, I, I, I have started to like Fournier a lot more towards the second half of the season, especially with Ibaka away. I think their offense is a little bit more um, set. And they, they know what they're doing a little bit more there. And another guy I think is an interesting pick, too, is Tyreek Evans. Um, I've read he's, he's feeling in top shape lately, 
coming off 22 FanDuel points in his last game and only 21 minutes of action. And that was a couple days ago, so he's rested and ready to go. Um, and no matter which way things go tonight, I think he'll get his fair bit of run there. So I think Tyreek Evans is also an interesting pick. And I'll add the name of Tim Hardaway Jr., maybe a bit of a contrarian pick in this range, Dan, but I like the way he's been playing the last couple of weeks. He's had a couple of dog games, but for the most part, he's really filled it up uh, with points uh, to the point where he's punching above his weight, as I like to say. He averages 21 on the year, but he's been above that in most uh, in eight of his last 10 starts. So I'll take the guy who's got the hot hand, even though it might be a bit of an unfavorable matchup on the floor, counting on that run to continue for him. Let's go value hunting uh, below this 5,000 plateau. We got the likes of Eric Gordon and Buddy Heald. Uh, are they of interest to you, or do you look further down the list here to find some tournament plays that might work out? Well, yeah, Eric, Eric Gordon is, is a pretty interesting pick. Uh, he's going up against his old team, and, you know, that's always uh, interesting, always an extra motivating factor. But uh, I'd like to focus on a couple guys just below, because $4,800 is good, but to me, uh, I want to highlight some some more value, the big sale clearance prices. So I like uh, Tim Frazier, as I mentioned before, $3,900. bucks. Um, I'm not 100% sure if he's going to get the start. We'll have to keep an eye on that. But especially if he's going to get the start going up against Houston, he might draw the matchup against uh, James Harden quite a bit of the time. And the reason I would think that is because um, if it's Frazier and Holiday, I would assume that Houston would elect to give Harden the easier of those two assignments, which would probably be Frazier regardless of what they're officially listed as point guard or shooting guard. So I would assume Tim Frazier might be going up against some light defense, uh, $3,900, pretty good go, and he's been playing well in his starting minutes. And also another guy I like is Iman Shumpert for Cleveland, only 3500 bucks, which I think is a pretty generous price tag for this guy who's been a consistent starter for Cleveland and has put up some pretty decent numbers um, for most of the season. He's averaging only 14.9 FanDuel points. But uh, he definitely hits the 20 mark about once every three or four games. And uh, I think he can come up with a good one tonight against Charlotte, too. Okay, let's go over to the small forward position where the best player in the game, in my opinion, uh, resides, even though he's been a little up and down the last couple of starts. And that's LeBron James, of course, against Charlotte tonight. I think this is going to be a tough matchup for LeBron. LeBron, at $10,700, do you play or fade him tonight? Well, I would definitely consider playing him um because he he needs to do it all i mean he comes out with these these bold statements calling his team out for toughness and this and that when i think the highlight of the game in their last in their previous game was Jokic bodying lebron down low and taking him in the post despite all these fouls that lebron laid on to Jokic. so i mean he's gonna come out and call his team out for toughness he better come out and back it up in this game um, I mean, he only had 18 points in that last game, four turnovers, right. 28 FanDuel points. So not not a super LeBron type of performance, well below his 20 FanDuel points below his season average. So, I mean, this game against Charlotte is one that, I mean, uh, to me, the, the loss, in uh, I think it was in Denver, if I'm not mistaken. And, and that's, that's pretty understandable, uh, in my opinion. Denver's a tough place to play, and, and the team is hot. But it's a big different story. If you lose to Charlotte, who's 11th place in the East right now, 
um, and a team that's battling for a playoff spot. And if they get it, they would be probably the ones matched up against Cleveland. So this has to be a statement game for the Cavs, and LeBron has to lead the charge. So I would play him for 10700 And the next guy on the list uh, is, of course, injured. That's Kevin Durant. So we'll jump down below him and talk a bit about Jimmy Butler. I want to spend a little moment here uh, because he was outstanding against the Raptors and he's been on a real great run in the last week and a half, averaging well over his 40 points per, per game. And he's got a good matchup tonight against Philadelphia. This is one of those where I know what I said. I expect a, a, a one-sided affair. If The uh, same thing that I said about Rondo applies to Butler, I think. If he's engaged, he's going to rev it up again and, and go nuts. But there's a chance with the quality of opposition uh, that he plays down to that level in my opinion do you share that thought or uh, are you well, confident here well um funny how you're saying you think chicago plays to the opponent i think philly is a team that is exactly like that uh too they definitely play up to tough opponents and i think philly's going to give chicago a run for their money tonight i could even see maybe philly stealing the game wow um yeah because they've got some good defenders like tj mcconnell is a good defender on the point guards and Robert Covington is a really solid defender uh, who will probably be matched up against Jimmy Butler. So, I mean, I, I wouldn't pick Jimmy Butler tonight. I, he could go off, that's for sure. I'm not saying that's not going to happen. But in terms of my bets, in terms of what I have to bet on and what I think he's going up against, I, I'm not huge on Butler tonight for 9500 all right, we're going to go look at some other players who cost a little less. You might be interested in uh, the next guy on the list. Paul George gets the matchup against Denver at home in Indiana for $8,600. Then after him, it drops down to Covington at $7,100. let us take a look at that group down to a couple of injured guys with game-time decision notes on Gallinari and Warren, who are 6500 and 6400 respectively. Well, I'm absolutely interested in Paul George, and that's pretty much the main reason why I wouldn't pick Jimmy Butler, because... Um, just for a few bucks less, you get a guy who's a very similar kind of player and, and pretty much very similar in, in what he offers in terms of his fan duel production and his role on the team and everything like that. So for Paul George, uh, to me, you save about $900 in your fantasy money here. And, and I like the matchup. It should be a, a high-scoring game, Denver at Indiana. Um, and again, the defense, the the matchup for Paul George, it could be Wilson Chandler or uh, not exactly sure who it might be, but it's. It, I think it's a little bit more favorable than Robert Covington guarding uh, um, Jimmy Butler. So I definitely like Paul George here. And then the other guy I like right there is uh, I like Andrew Wiggins tonight, who's been mm. having a good streak, three, four straight games over 30 Fanduel points. And again, Minnesota's still battling for that playoff spot. And uh, who's going to stop him in L.A.? I don't know. I don't think anybody in the Lakers is really going to be able to step up to Wiggins and, and, and get a hand in the face to stop that, that, uh, that mid-range jumper and stop his drives to the basket. I think Andrew Wiggins has a good night tonight. In $7,000, that's a decent price. Even if he only gets 30 FanDuel points, that's still good value in my opinion. And Wilson Chandler was uh, 
not playing until the last game and so I'm a little bit wary of where he his game might be at he did have a decent uh, start last time out uh, in this range too I might like Chris Middleton yeah, who's, who's been performing pretty consistently close to that average or maybe above at 26 points uh, in FanDuel play that's pretty good production for 6500 bucks if, if you can fit him into the lineup mm-hmm. let's drop down a little bit more Dan below the game time notes as I said on Warren Gallinari we've got Jay Crowder at $5,900 and let's take it down to Michael Kidd Gilchrist at $5,000 here well um, Jay Crowder against Phoenix he should he should be able to have a good game here especially playing at home so he's a pretty I would call one of the more um, low risk kind of picks you know I would say he's going to get between 20 and 30 FanDuel points just about guaranteed and if he does anything better than that, that's that's a pretty good win, I, th- I would say, for $5,900. Uh, he's going to play around 30, 30 or 33 minutes a game probably. And again, he attacks all columns, so he's a good look there. One guy who's kind of slumping is Otto Porter, but that kind of brings his price tag down to a nice range here, $5,800. And, and this could be the game maybe where the opposition's a little slight and he, he has a chance to bounce back. I mean, under 20 FanDuel points in two straight games and uh it's been about seven games before he hit 40 or he was getting to that point kind of consistently for a while so i mean he's an interesting pick tonight uh i can't can't say much more about auto porter but other than he's, it's a good price tag for the potential that you have and, and this opponent might be the game that helps him get back into the groove yeah i love that call dan another another guy who might fit into the same category for me is marcus morris uh, versus Orlando I think it's a pretty good matchup for him and he's been very consistent uh, I think that's a pretty good price point for the for the value that he might turn in uh, to t- tonight's game we got a look at the value plays here below 5,000 uh, there's a, a few notes on players like Andre Iguodala Brandon Ingram both game time calls with hip and knee injuries respectively Kent Bazemore's out with a knee injury of course and uh, there are other players down here that are going to get starter minutes or maybe a good run. So who might those guys be tonight, Dan? Um, well, it's just worth noting Rondé Hollis-Jefferson had a pretty good good night uh, last night. Came up with uh, 30-something FanDuel points. Had like 16 rebounds in less minutes than that. I, th- I think I'll tell you exactly. He played 15 minutes and came up with 16 rebounds. So that's pretty amazing. 31 FanDuel points. I mean, that's quite an anomaly of a performance for him. But uh, just just throwing that out there. But uh, one interesting really pick here for me is Matt Barnes, uh, Golden State versus Sacramento. I don't know if anybody saw, but Matt Barnes is looking to kill Sacramento tonight. So uh, I'm sure there's going to be a bit of a police presence in the building. Uh, <laughs> you know, he's a, he's been a wanted man, and it's probably not going to be the last time. I mean, he's I, I I have a lot of respect though for Matt Barnes. Don't get me wrong there, and and he does get he does get a bit of an unfair shake in terms of his reputation and some of that stuff. Um, you know, a bit misunderstood maybe, but anyway, he should be coming out with a real chip on his shoulder, and he's going to really attack the uh, the game there. He's going to look for probably every rebound he can get, every loose ball, every steal, and I'm sure he's going to want to put the ball in the basket too. So for $4,100 in terms of your bargain picks, he's not a bad one there. Another couple, two, three of them in a row right here that are pretty decent, Terrence Ross and Shabazz Muhammad. Yeah. Uh, a couple good value picks here, Shabazz Muhammad against the Lakers, and coming up against the Lakers' second lineup. I mean, Muhammad should be able to do his thing. Another guy I like is Tony Snell. Uh, against Atlanta, I think that's thirty nine hundred dollars is a great pick. And another one, finally thirty seven hundred dollars, Marco Bellinelli. 
uh, up against Cleveland. Bellinelli's been getting a few more minutes lately um, and a few more touches earlier in the game. Maybe it's because of Batum's situation where he's not necessarily 100%, or or maybe I don't know what's going on with his. He had migraines there. But anyway, Bellinelli's playing consistently above 20 minutes a game over the last nine games or so. Uh, came up with 27 FanDuel points in his last game, but other than that, through that last eight or nine game stretch, he's averaging about 17 FanDuel points per game, which is right on his season average. So, I mean, for 3,700 bucks, you get a guy who, uh, he, he's, if, if his three is falling and he's playing at home, he's going to really turn you in some good value there. You know what? You've given us a great bit of value value picks in this range. I think I'm going to go bargain hunting here. And the guy that I liked uh, is an, a guy I'm not a big fan of, i got to admit. It's, that's Terrence Ross. He's turned in three very good offensive games in a row, his best streak of the season. And I like that uh, factor when I'm looking at any player. The, the uh, recent returns are indicative of future performance. To, uh, to misquote what you see on your investment catalogs every day. I'll use that line over and over. Uh, go over to the power forwards, Dan, with me, and uh, t- let's take a look at the top two guys who stand about $2,500 to $3,000 above the rest of the field, and that's Anthony Davis of New Orleans and Nikola Jokic of Denver. They're both on the road tonight. Does that mean that you play or fade these guys? Well, if I could play both of them, I would. Unfortunately, <laughs> there's a salary cap limit yeah. here in FanDuel. I mean, I'd love to play all these guys, really. I don't want to fade any of them, but I mean... If we look at what Anthony Davis has done recently, a bit of a slower game in his last night against Memphis, 40 minutes and only 32 FanDuel points, but that's because DeMarcus Cousins stole the show in that game. Um, Cousins was up to 70 FanDuel points in that last contest. But, I mean, if you look at Davis in his last matchup versus Houston, which uh, which makes it easy for us who are looking to analyze his stats, was only a couple of days ago. He came up with 50 FanDuel points in that contest against Houston, and that was with Cousins out of the lineup. So I remember I had said, like, I think Anthony Davis's game kind of can keep up with Houston a bit. Like, he, They're a fast-running team, fast-passing team, and he's a mobile big man so that you know he can fit in that game, which he did. 50 FanDuel points is great. But I think with DeMarcus Cousins in the lineup this game, that might cut his numbers a little bit. Um, so I mean, if I have to pick Jokic or Davis here, I would I would go with Jokic, um, just because I think he's got a bit of a more favorable matchup in Indiana. I think maybe also Houston's a bit tougher place to play, overwhelming in general. And I think Denver coming into Indiana, um, Denver's in a better groove. I think uh, even though the the Pel- I'll also mentioned the Pelicans have won uh, three straight, but uh, Denver's won their last game and and uh i mean it was against cleveland which should have them riding pretty high on the momentum right now and and uh Jokic was three assists away from a triple double there only 35 FanDuel points but still a good performance and i think tonight against indiana in the front court he's going up against miles turner thaddeus young uh Jokic should definitely be able to to uh take advantage of that situation and i think he has the better night between him and davis all right, after that, we go down to $2,500 below them and see Kevin Love and Draymond Green. I'm kind of surprised both these guys are valued the same because I, for my money, I know 
Green has slumped a little bit in terms of productivity the last couple of games, but uh, he gives you so much across the board. Kevin Love, to me, is in for a tough matchup against a Charlotte team that is pretty good defensively and, and I think will make his, his night a little more difficult. Green will make everybody's night difficult, on the other hand, and that's why I think I'm on him of these two. Take a look at those two for me, Dan, and take it down to 6,500 Marvin Williams. And we'll note also in there, of course, Paul Millsap's out with a knee injury, priced at $7,300, so he definitely won't play for the Hawks. Well, yeah, I think the thing about Kevin Love, uh, his last game was a bit of a tough performance, only 22 minutes, and 24 FanDuel points. Maybe it was the front court in Denver was a bit overwhelming. I, I didn't see that game. I don't know why his production was that low but I could definitely see him being a bit overwhelmed by a lot of energy in that Denver front court, which I think is a similar situation to Charlotte. Uh, right. Dealing with Marvin Williams, um, who's who's been playing very, very well lately. Marvin Williams is a very versatile player at that power forward position and can definitely follow Love anywhere around the court and, and give him a run for his money on the three-point line uh, and on the rebound. So, I'm not looking at Kevin Love tonight. I would prefer Draymond Green for that same price if I had to pick one of the two. And I think it's a good price tag for, for either one of them, but I like Green a little more. Um, he'll he'll play his minutes even though uh, Golden State could run away with this one. They still they don't skimp on the guys uh, up until the third quarter. Like They'll play their th- third quarter minutes most likely and then, then call it a night after that. Um, so he'll play you know between 25 and 30 minutes for sure and that should turn you in near 30 FanDuel points for $7,600 not bad but I mean there's a couple guys a little cheaper that um, I think you get pretty good value out of and and one of those guys is Marvin Williams uh, near $1,000 cheaper and this guy has really stepped it up for Charlotte really keeping them in a lot of games winning those 50-50 rebound battles Uh, he can shoot the three and uh, he's definitely turned in some major numbers in, re- in recent games. He had two, three straight games with 40-plus FanDuel points. And then he he's hit, a, hit, a, hit a pothole with only 16, but then came back 34-29 and 22 in his most recent game. But I think tonight against Cleveland, um, like I've said before, people get pumped up to play against Cleveland. And I think you're going to see the best out of Marvin Williams tonight. Well, and one guy who I'm going to keep an eye on is Dario Saric. I'm a little bit wary of betting on him this evening he's had a couple of uh lesser starts than uh, the previous two weeks where he was on fire and really scoring very well in FanDuel play well above his season average but he's taken a bit of a step backwards the last two starts and I might uh, fade him in the matchup against Chicago tonight I need to see more of a bit of a rebound before I'll, I'll be back on that train the rookies had a fine year though there's no question about that in the 6200 uh, price tag on Willie Colley Steen is the next up and then we take a look down to from there to the 5000s where we see Gorgui Deng and Marquise Chris at the 5000 plateau Dan well, I mean, these guys up here, Collie Stein, tough matchup for him against Golden State. I, I don't really look for him to have a great game. Um, same with Marcus Morris going up against a tough front court in Brooklyn. Mind you, if Brooke Lopez might not be playing since it's the second night of a back-to-back season winding down, um, maybe Brooke Lopez gets, gets a bit of a rest there. Um, so maybe Marcus Morris is a decent look, six thousand dollars. But I like if if I if I'm not going above these guys, I like to go a little bit lower here. Um, mentioned Marquise Chris had a great night last night, forty something Fanduel points, 
uh, only $5,000 here, and, and he's going to get a lot of run tonight, likely, too. Um, I mean, he should be able to to uh, flourish against Boston's front court. Not the greatest front court out there. They got Al Horford, maybe Amir Johnson, too. But Marquise Chris is a hustler, and he should be able to work around those two guys. Uh, pretty good run in his last five games, probably averaging about 35 FanDuel points through those five games, which is a heck of a lot above his um, season average. And, and looking at Phoenix, they've shut it, shut down a few guys, and they're really looking at giving the young guys a run. So I like Marquise Chris for 5000 and I like Gorgui Deng to uh, $5,000 against the Lakers. Another guy that uh, should be able to do his thing around uh, maybe an in, inexperienced Lakers front court. And uh, one guy I'm a little wary of is Kenneth Farid in this range, Dan. For $5,200, he, he's been banged up a little while, for the last little while, and I, he looks to be on a minute restriction uh, for the foreseeable future. And any time I hear those, those terms applied to a player, I'll tend to fade him no matter what the price tag is. I want my guys on the court. Last I checked, nobody scores from the bench. Let's go down to the sub-5,000 range. We got Trevor Booker at 4800 Ursula Ilyasova at $4,700. And on down below, Dan, any value plays here that you might sneak into your lineup as a solid tournament pick? Well, Ilyasova's been getting the starts for Atlanta with Paul Millsap out. Um, right around 25 FanDuel points per game over his last three games. But this is a heck of a tough matchup for him against Milwaukee, I would say. Um, I've said it before many times. I don't like people going up against the Bucks, um, especially in the front court. So, I mean, forty-seven hundred dollars is a pretty decent price tag, though, for this guy. Um, but again, I don't like the matchup there. Um, another guy I don't really like his matchup is Thaddeus Young against Denver. I think that's going to be a tough one. He's going to be mostly preoccupied on defense. But um, some value picks I do like. Some interesting ones here might be. Uh, well, first, I'm, I'm just this is coming to mind now. Not something I, I thought about earlier, but John Luer could have an interesting night out against uh, Orlando, especially with some of the happenings in, in um, Detroit. I know Stan Van Gundy turned to Luer for a while um, and then sent him back to the bench, but he's been playing well over his last five FanDuel or games where he's, or his last four where he's top 20 in four, three of the last four um, and 13 in the game that he didn't. But for $4,100, that's a pretty good chances there he's playing around 20 minutes a game but some more interesting picks um is a guy thomas robinson he might have earned himself some minutes with his performance in uh, some garbage time in the last game i mean he kind of went off he only played 10 minutes but he turned in um a, a pretty decent numbers let me get those numbers for you he was here he turned in uh 24 FanDuel points in only 10 minutes of action nice. so i mean he he went off uh and i think he definitely would have you know i think luke walton is the kind of coach that he's going to reward that um again especially it was garbage time there's you know what you're not you're not playing for anything other than minutes and some guys you know they don't always come in and give you that kind of effort thomas robinson gave a full 100 percent effort and turned in some massive numbers so for 3600 dollars against minnesota tonight um i mean he could be useful in that matchup too against minnesota with a a solid front court on, on in minnesota i mean you know, Thomas Robinson can combat that as a solid front court player himself to, to win some of those rebounds. So I like him tonight if you really want to roll the dice. And then uh, David West, also another guy, um, if you really want to roll the dice there, he's been playing pretty well. Uh, only, you know, averaging about 14 
13, 14 minutes a game, but still turning in decent return on those minutes, averaging 12 FanDuel points on the season, but definitely above that in his last six games, probably averaging close to about 16 FanDuel points per game with a couple 20-point 20 20 uh, performances in there. And, I mean, tonight, uh, if things, if things kind of you know go Golden State's way quickly, you, you might see a bit more David West there tonight too. Oh, and, and sorry, one other guy, you got to... Got to give this guy an honorable mention, Quincy Acey. Um, he's just a, a very, very admirable player in, in how he plays the game, uh, looks for any way to impact the game possible. Really cheap here, $3,600, and uh, he's been turning in very good numbers lately. Two, 20, two plus 20 performances in his FanDuel point production over his last four games. Um, he's, his minutes have increased, and I think he's going to keep getting those minutes. All right, let's go to the centers, and we'll take a look at the top three guys, Dan, uh, at this primo position. Carl Anthony Towns at $10,400. DeMarcus Cousins, $9,300. Nikola Vucevic at $8,200. Which of these guys, if any, are you leaning toward uh, quickly? My favorite is Carl Anthony Towns, uh, $10,400. Um, he's the guy whose team has... Well, I think that's actually irrelevant. I was going to say whose team has the most on the line here, but I think all three of them are going to put in the same effort. I don't think anybody's going to slack. But I think Carl Anthony Towns is your is a very solid bet here. I know he's the most expensive, so you get what you pay for. But uh, his his numbers have been fantastic over the last heck of a bunch of games, nearly 20 games, probably averaging close to 50 FanDuel points through that stretch. And... Uh, you know, tonight against the Lakers, they don't really have anybody who who's a stopper um, in the front court. So I think Carl Anthony Towns goes to town along with Andrew Wiggins tonight. I'm I'm going to put a poll up on Twitter. Who's going to be your favorite duo for tonight's action? And you can bet Carl Anthony Towns and Andrew Wiggins are going to be one of those options. So I'm like interested to see what people pick there. Um, and then Demarcus Cousins is coming off a good good uh, game in his last game, seventy something Fanduel points great uh performance for him i think this is a lot tougher matchup though for him against houston like i said this team is really fast they move the ball very fast and they attack the the paint when they do when they swing it around on the three-point line open up those driving lanes and, and they attack they attack hard to the paint so and then you got those wizards at drawing fouls like uh lou williams you got james harden so these guys they might make it part of their game plan to attack specifically DeMarcus Cousins, who's the slower of him and Davis, and maybe get him uh, in foul trouble. So, I mean, I'm not not too confident in what DeMarcus Cousins might do, and unfortunately we don't have the sample from the last matchup as I think he was out for a suspension. It might have been in the last game, so um, I'm not on Cousins. I would more look even the guy below him, Nikola Vucevic, who uh, is has he always surprises me at how well he what kind of numbers he turns in in FanDuel. I I mean, I shouldn't be surprised really anymore, but I mean, this guy's got three straight games, four out of his last five, uh, plus 40 FanDuel points in the high 40s, over 45, and and four of his last five, and 38 in the game before that. So, I mean... Vucevic has got great production and for $8,200, good price. Let's go down to the next range. Andre Drummond at $7,800 down to Greg Monroe at $6,100. Dan, a quick thumbnail on a couple of guys in this range. Well, um, 
I know uh, I said it's a tough matchup down low for Indiana, but I, I like Miles Turner here. He's going to be he's going to be needed. Um, and the one thing I'm worried about if if he gets into foul trouble, but I definitely like him um, more than the other three guys there, more than Lopez, Howard, or Horford. I think Miles Turner gives you the best bet there. And uh, I, I would tend to agree with with your assessment in this range, Dan. And what about some value plays down below? Fifty nine hundred dollars to five thousand. Tristan Thompson at the bottom of that list with Jalil Okafor. Mm, well, in this range is another tough range. I mean, I think Mason Plumley uh, of Denver, especially if he's going to get the start again, he's been playing well, and uh, he's he's uh, a threat on all parts of the stat column. So I think he's always an interesting pick to me, and that's a pretty reasonable price for him there too uh if you want to spend uh you want to go cheap but not too cheap on the centers i like mason Plumley there uh, yeah yeah i think that i'm going to find value in the sub 5000 range and one of the guys that i'm looking at tonight is marcin gortat dan against brooklyn i know that brooklyn center is they're pretty much one of their best players in lopez but gortat doesn't take a backseat to anybody on the on the court i think he's going to give him a good run tonight and might be a guy i'd lean on in this range do you, th- you feel the same or yeah and elsewhere well i mean gortat's production is last two games 10 and 12 fanduel points but i mean uh, like you said, I think it's a good price tag, right. and and if you want to take a role on it, uh, he's gonna he can definitely really return the the five times value there and get you uh, you know twenty five Fanduel points maybe. But the guy, the I think my best bet for value centers here in terms of sub five hundred looks are uh, is Kelly Olynyk um, going up against Phoenix. Um, Olynyk came out with a strong performance in his last game or in his last couple games, and uh, this this matchup seems a favorable one for him. He'll be one of the, the heavier guys out there, bigger, stronger guys out there, and he's top 20 FanDuel points in three of his last four games. His last game, 31 minutes he played with 26 FanDuel points, and uh, his minutes are, are, you know, he's got spotted 30-minute games in there, but uh, averaging around 20, 23 minutes a game maybe, uh, averaging 18 FanDuel points a game on the season, which is pretty much what he's doing in his last bunch of games anyway. So I like $4,100. Kelly Olenek is my best uh, pick on terms of the value centers here. All right, let's take a look at what the Rotowire Optimizer spits out for tonight's 10-game slate. Dan? Um, yeah, uh, just give me a second to uh, get it going here. So the Optimizer gives us John Wall and Jeff Teague at point guard. So... Uh, I like Jeff Teague there, I mentioned. Then it gives us Ian Clark and Jordan Crawford at shooting guard. Jordan Crawford's a guy we didn't mention, but uh, this this game tonight could be a pretty favorable matchup for him, a shootout if, if it does come to that. I mean, he, he didn't do super well in his last game against Houston, but, I mean, uh, second time's a charm maybe. And then you got Andrew Wiggins here and Shabazz Muhammad, two guys that I, I do like tonight as well, we mentioned. Uh, then it gives us Anthony Davis and power forward and Gorgui Deng. Um, they are what they are there, and, and DeMarcus Cousins at center. So it's going with the duo from uh, New Orleans against Houston. Uh, I'm not too sure how I feel about that, but this is an optimizer picking based on um, the, the value that you're going to get. And, and interestingly enough, all but two of these picks give you value over uh over five which is which is pretty good the only ones who are below five value is john john wall and uh anthony davis who are four 
Davis is 4.77 and Wall is 4.92. So, I mean, that's still pretty good value all the way across the board there on the optimizers picks. So uh, pretty, pretty interesting group of guys there. All right, and we remind our listeners, don't forget to check back with Rotowire's starting lineups on the NBA tab. We also do lineup sweeps and checks all day long at Rotowire, so you can make sure your players are good to go right up till tip-off on the daily games. And uh, another reminder, folks, on behalf of our friends at FanDuel, we want to remind you, our listeners, that baseball is just around the corner. Don't get stranded on first base without a Rotowire subscription, and don't miss out on this great offer, folks. Make your first deposit on FanDuel today, and you'll get a free six-month Rotowire subscription for all the premium value that we offer there. Go to FanDuel.com slash Rotowire to claim it. You must be a new FanDuel user in order to be eligible. Users may only establish one account on FanDuel. That's FanDuel.com slash Rotowire. Now, last uh, episode, Dan, we talked about the scrappy play in the NBA, and lo and behold, I went to the game between the Bulls and the and the the Raptors and a hockey game broke out. There was uh, a wicked battle, including a fight that caused a couple of players to get suspended. You know, I have to say, I much prefer a little animosity between teams rather than watching them hug it out at the end of the games, uh, it, it, because it cost me, t- uh, you know, up to t- upwards of two hundred and three hundred dollars per seat in, in some cases when I go to these games. And I want to see a little animosity. I don't necessarily want to see fights, but I sure don't want to see hugging it out. How do you feel about all that? Well, uh, yeah, it was really funny how the fight worked out because we had a, a podcast that day, and, and I remember mentioning, you know, either uh, either throw punches or forget about it. So they definitely <laughs> they definitely went with the uh, more interesting of the two there. But uh, I mean, in my opinion, there, yeah, Lopez started that beef, and and Ibaka was right to uh, stand up to him and and not be afraid to to throw the hands because you know what the heck? I mean, you get the suspension, but at the end of the day. It gives the team a boost. I mean that 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 whole situation gave the Raptors kind of the the um, momentum burst that they needed to come back and win that game, which was one of the best games I think I've ever seen. Especially, I mean, it would not necessarily be that way if you were a Bulls fan, but I happen to be a Raptors fan, so it worked out great for me. But um, yeah, those kind of plays um, and having a little bit of animosity between the two teams, I think, is is what a lot of teams are missing, maybe. Uh, in terms of the extra grit that they need to win some games. And, and yeah, like you said, I mean, uh, we've talked about this before, but I, I don't say, have as much of a problem with the hugging it out as you do um, because I think, you know, these guys, they're, uh, they're teammates in the Olympics, they're, they're friends off the court, this and that. Um, but at the same time, like I said, I think maybe it does get taken a little too far and maybe sometimes they do bring too much of their personal relationships into the game whereas they should be maybe maybe you know having a little bit more of uh that that grudge on their shoulder that would help them maybe get the get the edge that they need to come out in in close games or or to really jump on teams early so yeah it's funny you say that too though dan because in that same game jimmy butler and demar derozan they hugged it out during the course of that game even during the course of that fight uh, a couple of times and and uh, you know i'm sitting in the stands just absolutely fuming that uh, the bulls center took a took a pot shot at one of our star players i was so angry and and i see these guys on the side hugging it out it really ticked me off and and i'll just leave it there for this week i'm i'm kind of interested to know about about the timing of the the fight on the day of the same episode maybe some of the guys in the locker room found out about our show and, <laughs> and took it to heart so interesting that for that and uh 
the, the fallout that we saw. So there you go, everybody. Have a look at FanDuel and enjoy all the fun and games on their menu of options. We hope we've given you some good ideas. For Dan Bruno, who you can follow at official. I'm Paul Bruno, reminding you to follow me at Statsman22. Good luck with your FanDuel plays to all our listeners from Rotowire.